Listener Production. Hey, Tom Tilly here, jumping into your podcast feed again today because a massive breaking news story is unfolding. Listen to this. I can now inform you that uh, last Sunday, Sunday the 21st of February, a shoe was located on the shoreline of the Bordana National Park south of Tathra by campers. Within that shoe were the remains of a human foot. That foot and the shoe, which matched the size and description of a shoe that Melissa Caddick was seen wearing during the execution of the ASTIC search warrant, were conveyed to the New South Wales Health Forensic and Science Services section here in Sydney, where DNA from the foot was last night matched to DNA, a DNA sample from Melissa Caddick's toothbrush and from family members. So there it is, an absolutely incredible development in the Melissa Caddick story. Her foot has been found washed up on the south coast of New South Wales. It was just a few weeks ago that we covered her disappearance on the briefing. The disgraced financial advisor was accused of ripping off her clients to the tune of $20 million. On Wednesday, November 11, her Dover Heights house was raided by ASIC and her assets were frozen. Then the next day, her 15-year-old son said that he heard her leave the house at about 5.30 in the morning and she didn't take her keys or phone and she was never seen again. There was a missing persons case, but as we now know, she's been dead for some time. Just this morning, the New South Wales police held a press conference where they revealed what they'd found and we're going to bring you a big chunk of it to get you across the story. Here is New South Wales Assistant Police Commissioner Mick Willing explaining what's happened. Melissa's family were informed of the identification last night and are obviously distressed. Now, as you're aware, there's been a lot of commentary and a lot of speculation in relation to the uh, disappearance of Melissa Caddick, and that's understandable. Clearly, the circumstances of Ms. Melissa's disappearance uh, have been distressing for many people including her alleged victims and, of course, her family and friends. I can say that exactly how Melissa came to enter the water is still a mystery and will be subject of ongoing investigations by the Strike Force team. And police have always kept an open mind in relation to what the circumstances were for her disappearance, including the fact that Melissa may have taken her own life. However, a definitive decision in relation to the manner, time and cause of death is a matter for the coroner. And investigations, as I said, will be ongoing. Um, Finally, can I acknowledge the outstanding work of police from the Eastern Suburbs Police Area Command, State Crime Command, um, our search, specialist search officers, the Marine Area Command, and most importantly, uh, our colleagues at New South Wales Health um, for the outstanding work that they've done in a timely manner to, uh, to match uh, those remains to Melissa's DNA. I'm happy to take can, questions can, now. Can I ask you a question? Can, can you tell us the state of the foot inside the ship? Um, it, it was decomposed in a way, so obviously it had been in the water for some time, but um, luckily the scientists were able to extract DNA from that foot and match it to a sample of DNA that we had already obtained from uh, a toothbrush belonging to Melissa and also from her relatives. Do you suspect that she died shortly after she disappeared? Well, look, we just don't know at this point. Um, as I said, I'm sorry, has any CCTV footage emerged 
I'll answer that one first, Simon. I'll come back to you. So, um, so look, we, we just don't know at the moment. It remains a mystery as to when and how she came into the water. Um, and again, that'll be subject of ongoing investigations. In relation to the CCTV, I can say that there was extensive CCTV that's been gathered by investigators, but it does not cover the entire area from where she disappeared. And Mick, were there any reported sightings of her in the South Coast? Um, no. We, we have, we've conducted extensive investigations from the day that she was reported missing to police. And, and again, we have got a lot of information, but not one confirmed sighting of her. Who found the shoe? Uh, it was campers uh, down, uh, camping down uh, south of Tartha on the beach. So very, very fortuitous. Can you rule that out by steering you in that direction As I said, the Marine Area Command use uh, modelling software looking at uh, drift patterns and coastal patterns. Um, they were able to advise us that an object that went into the water um, around the Dover Heights area on the 11th, on or about the 11th of November, could likely, uh, or possibly I should say, um, drift down as far as Bermagui and even south, even further south, which appears to have been the case. Yeah. Can you rule that out? Uh, look, at this point, we can't rule out anything. We've kept a, an open mind all the way along. However, given the circumstances of her disappearance, the fact that she left personal belongings behind, um, we've always considered the possibility that she may have taken her own life, but that's a matter for the coroner. You've got a big partner with the um, yeah, Gretchen spoke to them last night. They're obviously very distressed, um, and her wider family members are very distressed as well. Um, you know, again, um, we're able to provide some answers, I guess, to them at this point, but you know, this will continue to be an extensive investigation. It'll take some time to prepare a brief for the coroner, and, and the coroner ultimately is the person who can provide those answers to family and friends. Just how decomposed was the body? I mean, when do you think she potentially ended up in the well, we, we just don't know. Um, you know, we were left with a shoe and, and the remains of a foot. I um, mean, it was quite decomposed. So that was Mick Willing from the New South Wales Police. An absolutely unbelievable series of events. Horrifying news for her son and her partner and her family. Still lots to be investigated here. Very interesting to hear there that there's evidence a body could drift all the way from Dover Heights to Tartha on the south coast, which is about 500 kilometres. So it'll be interesting to hear more investigation on the theory of how this happened. By the time we're back with you for Monday's episode of The Briefing, I expect we're going to know a lot more. Listener.